0: Sequence five, 6, 5, 4, 3, two, one, zero. All engines running. Commit. liftoff.
1: Hello and welcome to SWAT Radio with Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. So happy you are listening today. I am Taylor Johnson, and if you would like to join the discussion, please call us at one 844 777 7928 that's one eight four four triple seven SWAT or you can email us at ask at dot That's ask at SWAT Actually, send those questions to Taylor at SWATRadio dot That's Taylor at SWAT because Doug is not in today. I am instead joined uh, by are joined in the studio. Brad Sykes is in the building. I don't know how to say that right, but he's here. Um, we're glad to have him back in. He's the OG, so <laughs> it's always great when me and him can get on the mic together
2: brother it is good to be here and uh yeah that was fine i'm, I'm totally good with that uh good to be back OG. that's uh, uh what original gangsters yep there you okay, go okay so you know <laughs> a lot of our listeners if they've been around a while they they know my voice and uh uh you know just like anytime you get together with somebody i met i met a guy I hadn't seen in like three months uh for coffee today and of course, the first thing he asks is how are your grandkids doing, and, and when I see you, first thing, how's the Johnson family? Yeah. How, how how is uh, how's your baby doing, and all that. But so we go into talking about my grandkids, and this guy said, "Hey, what do what do your grandkids call you?" And I said, "Well, they call my wife, they call me Easy, like <laughs> EZ, because I, you know, that's what yeah. a grandpa should be, is Easy. <laughs> but they call my wife OG <laughs> for original." grandma but oh, oh, not, there you go you know, original <laughs> gangster taylor good to be with you, brother yeah that's an
1: awesome thing to be called as a grandma right well, how, you know,
2: how many different grandma names are out there oh yeah. there's a time you know
1: i feel like that's like your generation's type thing yeah. you know like i i'm not old don't call me grandma and grandpa you know <laughs> so my my uh my wife's mom has a name my grand or my my grandma my mom you know she's on her sixth grandchild now and she's had a name the whole time and if i call her grandma she's like so no.
2: so is it okay if yeah she called Mema so, is what, Mima. Yeah. okay good so well then, my uh, yeah. my my wife's parents uh, went by Grandma and Grandpa mm-hmm. uh, I had a set of grandparents that I called Granddad and Grandmother mm-hmm. you know very formal mm-hmm. you know but yeah my my generation uh, it just seems like we've made all sorts of crazy names <laughs> I, I couldn't pronounce grandmother I was the baby of let's see I think there were. Uh, eight let's see three uh, seven grandkids on so i was the baby of the seven grandkids i couldn't pronounce grandmother as a kid so i called my grandmother groma me uh which was shortened to grome and that's kind of what we called her you know she was german so i don't know there was some meaning behind Mm. that but yeah, Mimi, uh, Papa, Mima, Pippa, you know all those. Uh, and yeah, my
1: dad goes by Saba, which is uh, Hebrew for Grand, oh, grand I like Grandfather. It. Yeah, so I that's like what, it. That's what he goes. Well, by.
2: My, there, there's no real meaning behind mine <laughs> other than I'm just easy. I'm just an easy grandpa who will, <laughs> you know, my my common term is yes. You can have that.
1: Yeah, I think people who would hear your two names would think that you guys were big fans of like original 80s rap you know you got easy and the og oh
2: well, listen so so my name is brad and so my my kids kind of call me easy be rad <laughs> it does yeah. sounds like a, you know it sounds like a rapper name, yep, right yep. that's so funny. funny uh well listen man it, i guess this isn't what we typically kind of introduce our our program with, yeah but i have enjoyed uh Well, I've enjoyed the last couple of weeks, and in light of the world we're Mm, living in, it seems like that's a regular theme that I say when we, whenever I come in. Well, in light of the world we're living (laughs) in, uh, it it changes, you know, constantly. And Mm -hmm. I, I told you just a minute ago. I haven't really read the news today. I've kind of been one meeting to the next meeting to the next meeting, and I don't know about you, but uh, you know, since the election, I have made a conscious decision that I'm going to just turn some stuff off. Mm um and, and spend more time praying uh, more time reading, more mm-hmm. time just engaging face to face with people yeah you know mm-hmm. and uh but so I look to you to kind of share enlighten me on things that are going on in our world today and Doug is out today. he was out yesterday I believe because we had uh, oh, yeah. a, a, a repeat of mm-hmm. Tommy Nelson, uh, which was phenomenal. Yeah. if you didn't catch that go back and listen to that. In fact it's episode 123 I believe it is. Uh, Tommy was our guest several times, Mm -hmm. and uh, he's just a great guy to listen to. I think this
1: was his most recent time, right? In October. Yeah,
2: back in October, before the election. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm probably a terrible person to ask about what's been uh, going on too much because I've kind of, like you, I used to kind of, I was always, I'd check my, you know, check my my websites once a day. Right. And that'd be it. But since, you know, the lockdown and all that craziness, I was checking a lot more. So I was like, at the turn of the year, I was like, okay, let's get back on track with just looking one time. Um, and you know, I've seen a, a few things, uh, especially like, I guess for us here in Florida and the national guard members that are up in, uh, the Capitol, DeSantis said, "Now we're going to bring them back because they got them sleeping out in, um, uh, parking garages now. Cause I guess room and stuff. But I, my question I haven't heard anyone ask is why are they still there? You know, mm-hmm. and, and how long are they going right. to stay there? Right. Um, so, I mean, that's <laughs> the only real thing I've been kind of, kicking around with some people that i know uh recently so because that's kind of baffling to me
2: did you watch the inauguration
1: no i was working so
2: were you yeah good yeah, yeah. i didn't either yeah. um and i there was part of me well there wasn't any part of me that wanted to watch it mm-hmm. but there was part of me that thought maybe i should, should. watch it mm-hmm. and probably if i would if, if i'd had kids at home at that age mm-hmm. where that might have been good to watch i know uh, al moeller who's one of our uh, who's been our guest a couple of times? Um, really encouraged people. If you had small, you know, if you had young kids mm. to to watch it, just as an opportunity of history. I yeah. mean, it's history, and uh, your your candidate may not have gotten into office. Uh, mine certainly didn't, um, but uh, it, nonetheless, uh, it's history. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of um, kind of historical things that take place on that day
1: yeah i uh i watched obama's first inauguration and that was the first one i think i ever watched and mm-hmm. then i didn't watch the second and then i watched trump's uh inauguration and then i didn't watch this one so i guess i'm just kind of going every other one at this point
2: well yeah. Let, let's hope you get the next yeah. one for you <laughs> let's hope we're watching right? it and, and enjoy <laughs> excitement but uh yeah it's um um you know it'd be interesting i i wouldn't even mind i know we've got some things we're going to kind of unpack today Uh, you guys have been in uh, i believe second corinthians Mm -hmm. Uh, you're looking at uh, ambassadors of the king uh, this week i i uh now that i'm not in the studio every day or even once a month hardly uh, i listen Mm. i I really do i listen I, i try to listen every day but I don't always have the chance to listen right at three o'clock, mm. and so of course, like all podcasts, I'll go back and listen. But I'll listen at one and a half speed.
1: Oh, okay. What
2: you, I mean, you're a podcast guy. What do you What do you listen on? Do you listen at just normal speed?
1: I always do. I have not really thought about speeding it up. That would probably be beneficial, though, because I, I like long form, you know, podcasts yeah, yeah. that are like three hours and stuff. So yeah, that would that would help. I, has it been
2: distracting for you to do it that way? No, I, I think now. It's interesting. If you're listening and you're a podcast person, curious, uh, you know, call us, tell us uh, how quick you listen to things. But, yeah, right. But it's it's kind of funny to uh, to go and listen um at I go so I go speed and a half, uh, mm. one and a half times. I've gone to if I really have I'm limited on time, mm-hmm. but I know, hey, it's a 50-minute, you know, podcast, but I only have, you know, 30 minutes. Yeah. I better wrap the, you know, move quick. Mm-hmm. Y- y- boy it's like listening to the smurfs or something. <laughs> but uh, yeah so I I listen to you and Doug on time and a half speed and a half and you guys still sound good at speed and a half I was
1: you know? I was gonna say I probably talk so slow that at speed and a half it's kind of like oh this is how you're supposed to talk
2: <laughs> well a lot of times I'll listen to all sorts of stuff on speed and a half and I find myself when I go teach or 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 yeah. talk I talk very quickly uh, and I had a guy yesterday who called me and said man you you pack a lot in a very small of time. <laughs> yeah. I said, "Well, it's probably because I listen to too many podcasts going too fit, too fast."
1: But so, have you noticed that you like you didn't used to talk that yeah. fast? Really? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. And
2: I, I need to slow down. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I know that's just you know, <laughs> random stuff we're talking about. But so James just said he listens to one and a half or one point two. James, come on now, you can speed <laughs> it up a little bit. <laughs> He'll ease into it, James. Go to one point three or one point four at least. You know? <laughs> but uh, listen, glad to be here, Taylor, and uh, it's always fun to come in here and just hang out with you. I, I know we're going to get into some some material today. I know we're going to look at the the text in Second Corinthians. I want to talk about some of what Tommy Nelson was talking about. Uh, you know, he's talking about Gideon out of Judges. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about what uh, David Barton, who was our guest, who was y'all's guest uh, last week which uh, David Barton, I've been listening, uh, Doug was talking about listening to David Barton from 25 years ago, at least 25 years ago. You know, we had the VHS (laughs) tapes and all that stuff. I probably still have, not 8-track, but certainly some cassette tapes with David Barton. And uh, if you are not familiar with David Barton, probably without question in my mind, uh, the most, I think, respected uh, scholar constitutional scholar that i know of mm. uh but who loves christ yeah and so i think he's he's got quite a uh collection of original mm-hmm. documents too so.
1: and he's got you know some really good books like uh the jefferson lies i mm-hmm. read that one that was a great one um he's got a few you know kind of talking about like uh the colored uh, or the, actually the first book was in the 1800s called the colored patriots of the american revolution and he wrote a update mm. to that so stuff that's been real impactful for me kind of coming up and and learning more especially after leaving college but yeah yeah. so go check him out because he's got a he's he's really good
2: yeah i think there's uh i don't know how much time we've got but uh there's there's so much opportunity we have to learn history yeah and i think Mm -hmm. he's a great place to go
1: he is all right so stick with us we will be back with more after the break you're listening to swat radio stay tuned
0: We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's Word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. I pull, go back and forth, finding myself Pounding on a locked door I try to make it out alone without your help But I know I never win this war I can never be, never be free without you I can never be, never be me without
1: you Welcome back to SWAT Radio SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And if you are just joining us, I am joined in the studio. Brad Sykes is in today, in for Doug McCary on this Friday, and we're happy to have him in. Uh, He, like many of you know, he is the guy who started this thing with Doug, so it's great to have him uh, back in here. And we've been talking just a little bit about a little bit of everything. Uh, You know, it's been a while since he'd been on, or at least that me and him have been on uh, the air together. So just kind of catching up and... And just shooting the breeze a little bit. We're going to be getting into what we talked about uh, earlier this week. Uh, but for now, yeah, it's just been nice. And if you missed any of that, you can go to www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com and search for past programs. And that will be up in um, like an hour or so after we finish uh, here today at 4.
2: Hey, <clears throat> we uh, before we went on the break, we're talking about just uh, uh, wall builders, history. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know you're a you're. Now you're a history teacher, basically. Yep,
1: I'm a history major. uh, Was a history teacher, then I was an ESE teacher, and then now I'm back into teaching history. Yeah, so. Well,
2: I mean, I think that it's interesting to. uh, In fact, um, uh, my uh, my family's from Texas, Mm. but I I got a text earlier in the week by my sister, who has a friend whose daughter goes to a school outside of Houston in Katy, Texas. Mm. in the public school she went to, where they do, they've done the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, when she went back to school in the new year, they had changed the Pledge of Allegiance. What do you and mean? I, yeah, they, it's not like it used to be. And she was at least smart enough to pick up on the fact that they changed it. Now, isn't that interesting? Yeah. What that, did they change? Well, I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm hoping she'll send it to me so oh. I can get. I want to. I want to read it. Wow! But I know it eliminated certain things, and I want to see what it was. But isn't it interesting? And, I mean, as a history teacher, um, to see that um, some of the things that are getting taken out of history books, some of the things that are getting added to history books, Mm -hmm. and it's just it's crazy. One of the things that my wife and I, like we started this morning, is we both committed that we're going to take – uh constitution 101 it's a free online course Hils- from hillsdale? hillsdale yeah yeah and, uh, that. and we good. started it this morning yeah. so have, you've been through it then? uh-huh okay yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah i've done a lot of uh, Hisdale stuff they, yeah. they're they're really good are they good yeah.
2: yeah i really enjoyed i mean the first uh deal is like 35 40 minutes or something by the way you can't watch those things on time and a half yeah. <laughs> anyway really really good i would encourage our listeners i mean Whether it's go to wall builders, there's some great information there. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, Taylor, that's the thing that's probably most discouraging um, is how uninformed people are. Yeah, And I know we've got, we're so uninformed and yet we have more information than we've ever Mm -hmm. had. We're we're uninformed in the truth. Mm -hmm. You know, and of course SWAT, Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth, that truth being God's word. Mm Mm-hmm first and foremost, it is God's word. And, uh, you know, today I think it's, it's extremely frustrating because where do you go? Yes, we know we, we can go to scripture, but as it relates to news or even history today, where do you go? Yeah. And I, I think wall builders does a great job. Hillsdale does a great job. And, um, yeah, it's,
1: it's, you know, me being a history buff and all mm-hmm. that, you know, my whole life, it, it is really disheartening to actually see the state of really history or, you know, um, uh, how history is presented in, in the world today. And most of the books that people read, you know, the history that they find and think that they're good, a lot of those people who are writing, quote unquote, history books, they don't go back to primary sources. They don't mm-hmm. go back to the first sources. They read what another, yes. you know, historian who's noted read about it. And right. so that's why how you get the truth. Uh, twisted real bad is that not a lot of people are really going back to the primary sources and that's what david barton does really well yeah um and you know he didn't come from uh history like the profession quote unquote and he came into it kind of with a new perspective of kind of the old perspective of what did the people at the time say and 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 really get into primary sources and that's why he has such a a massive library of uh uh, first-hand accounts and stuff like that
2: it's, it's well worth uh, – we've, we've supported that for a long time. And I, th- I think uh, to go back and, as you said, we're, so much of the information that we have is what, what I call processed information. Mm-hmm. It's like going to the grocery store. If you go down the middle aisles, you're going to deal with a lot of processed foods. Mm-hmm. You know, we're dealing with processed information for yep. the most part. In fact, I, I, would, I would almost argue that we probably deal with 95% of the information we have this process, yep. we're not going to get the original source mm-hmm. and reading that in the original documents. Yep. You can't argue with that, and of course, that's why the scripture is so vital mm-hmm. in the growth of uh, making disciples in the process of making disciples. Um, you know, it's um, anyway. And I, I know we're talking about ambas- ambassadors. And I, I, when I think of ambassador what what comes to your mind when you think of an ambassador?
1: I guess it, like um, it depends. Usually, some sort of movie that you know has an ambassador in it, like uh, you know, Thirteen Hours, or, right? Right. Or even uh, you ever see the movie The Three Hundred?
2: I have not. I need to see that. Is they, it kind uh, of violent? Though? Yeah, it's yeah, real violent. That's it's
1: and it's old. It's two thousand seven now. But, oh wow, that's really old. <laughs> uh, yeah. Someone uh, kicks an ambassador like down a well, and so oh, I gotcha. think a, just kind of ancient times, and then but then mix it with modern. I don't know. Got a lot of different things. You clearly got no, something that no, no, I,
2: I don't. I mean, I think Doug was very helpful in kind of shaping some of my thinking around what an, what the purpose of an ambassador is. An ambassador, you know, goes to a foreign country mm-hmm. and represents his country or yeah. his kingdom. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and and the purpose of the ambassador is to is to bring peace, is to have a kind of a peace treaty, if mm-hmm. you will. You know, and uh and you you think about as as sojourners, we are sojourners. We are ambassadors here in America, yeah. where we are on this planet Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so often I think this has been something I've had to wrestle with myself: is the fact that I'm an ambassador. This is not my home, mm-hmm. and yet I I get frustrated. I get I lose hope. I don't have peace. I'm anxious. I'm stressed. I'm worried. You know, with you know the things of that are going on in this world, I shouldn't be that way. Mm. Uh, why shouldn't I be that way? Because this isn't my home. I'm an ambassador here, and what is my purpose? It's to introduce people to the Prince of Peace. Yeah. You know, and I was reading this. Uh, Duncan Campbell, um, theologian, said we must take ourselves in hand and school ourselves especially our wills into a greater fitness for the serious business of living as Christian workers, of being ambassadors of Jesus Christ. And, you know, when you think, if you go back and you listen to Tommy speak from last, last Thursday or Friday, I think it was, you know, he talked a lot about the fact that uh, Gideon, in an effort to bring God down to the people... Mm. We, we compromise, Mm -hmm. we we bring in, and, and we see this throughout our generation and throughout the society as a whole, uh, you know, whether it's, I don't want to, this isn't to say, you know, lump all mega churches together. I I go to a mega church, Mm -hmm. but you know, it's, it's kind of this idea that we have in some way, we've tried to tickle the ears of those who are out there Mm. So that we'll keep the numbers coming in. I yeah. think David Barton even addressed that mm-hmm. about what is it that makes a successful church? You interview lots of people; they'll tell you it's the size of the building, how many people are coming, what's the budget, mm-hmm. all those things. And yet, really, I think you and Doug have, have talked on this that really the success of a church is the 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 um, kind of the depth. Of our understanding of who God is, not who we are, mm-hmm. but who God is in light of who, who we are in light of who God is. We yeah. got to know who God is, mm-hmm. and we don't know who God is if we don't get into His Word. And uh, so, anyway, I just uh, was curious. I know you guys have been on that for a while this week on the ambassador. Concept. Yeah, you know, it's that's
1: interesting. Important. Like when you think about an ambassador from like from a historical perspective, is like that's an immense amount of like power and respect you just thinking like the middle ages if i'm the king of uh britain and i are of england and i send an ambassador to the king of france like that person that you sent is usually like a baron or something like that they have power in their own right and you know you're trusting that person that you're sending out to not, not betray you really and to and to present your interests right and you know when i think about that from a christian perspective is like we have we like no one, you know, you can read the words of the Bible. Not a lot of people would do that, but to get a real understanding of who Christ is, it, it's our lives that should reflect that. And so we have an immense responsibility in that respect to put him on display in the way that we live you know
2: yeah i mean first peter 2 9 you're a you're a chosen people mm-hmm. you're a royal priesthood a holy nation a people of god's own possession i am god's mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and i need that reminder oftentimes that i am god's and i am on mission mm-hmm. I, there, god has put me here for a purpose and that very next statement says that we as god's people as his royal priesthood as his holy nation would be a people who would proclaim the excellencies of him who called us out of darkness and into his marvelous light there i'm guilty i'm guilty that i have forgotten my purpose i've forgotten my mission oftentimes that i'm an ambassador and i am to introduce people and to tell people of this one who called me out of darkness and into light and you can't do that if you're spending time if, if the majority of your intake of information is is in the media today, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And uh, I was visiting with some guys yesterday afternoon, talking about you know, if you if you lumped up the hours in a week and you measured how much time am I spending on you know on media mm-hmm. that be social media, you know uh, mainstream media, yep. whatever it is. What are the hours in relation to God's word? It would, it would it would be radically mm-hmm. off tilt, off kilter. Yeah. And, uh, man, I want to challenge people, and I'm challenging guys that I'm meeting with. You know, I, I say this a lot when I meet with a guy. Four things. What are you reading? What are you watching? What are you listening to? And who are you hanging around with? It, it's going to speak a lot to how your mind is being shaped. Mm-hmm. We're told don't be conformed to this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yeah. And uh, you know where are you where are you where's your mind renewed, and uh, it's a I think it's a great challenge that we as ambassadors are to renew our mind in God's word. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean we're not up on the news. I I'm a, I'm a Al Mohler briefing. Yes, at time and a half he goes really quick. <laughs> it's a you know twenty twenty five minute podcast, and I can get through it in about fifteen minutes, yeah, and yeah. it's really good.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, and you know I think that it's important too. Uh, that we're an amb- ambassadors, and I-, I think a lot of people think, "Oh, that means you know we got to be, you know, a preacher." You know, I got to have a church that I you know run or something. Especially you know when you're younger, but that you are putting Christ on display in every facet of your life, and that means in every area. So you can still be called to you know work at the supermarket or Absolutely. somewhere, but that you are on display there, and it's not just this. I got to become the most head knowledge person of all the. Mm you know of all the preachers around it's 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 more in depth than that no question question. anyway we are up against the break uh we will be back after the news uh we'd like to give a shout out to our listeners listening in virginia at the lighthouse as well as in meridian mississippi listening on wmer we'd also like to give a special thanks to our sponsors a store and window as well as a special thanks to our sponsors tom neal trucking and a special thanks to jeff andrews of highway to eternity ministries if you would like to sponsor the program please email us at doug at swat That's Doug at SWATradio.com. You are listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more after the news. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. That was Need to Breathe with Brother. If you are just joining us, uh, Doug McCary is out of the studio today, and in for him is Brad Sykes. Um, so we are happy to have him back in, and if you are a long-time listener, you know he has been one of the people to start SWAT Radio with Doug, so uh, great to have him in and his expertise. Uh, we've been talking a little bit about just what we've gone over this week uh, so far, talking about being ambassadors and what that should look like uh in our lives, and uh you know I was thinking uh Brad, that uh when we talk you know the, this world's not our home, you right, but we need to be praying for the well being of our city and working towards yeah. the good in our city and and I think you know we've had this idea I think throughout the country, but um I know for me particularly of looking nationally and kind of forgetting about what we can do here locally. To help and how, as Christians, we can engage in the community uh, in a in a local way in in order to make change that maybe would have changed the nation at some point, but that shouldn't really be our focus. And you know, what can we do other than you know winning souls and in trying to reach our neighbors for the gospel? What are some areas that you think the church or Christians in general need to step into? and you know here locally
2: well that's a great question in fact this came up in a conversation that i had at a meeting yesterday afternoon uh with some guys who have some political kind of like local i mean we Mm -hmm. do have to kind of look at it we tend to get very discouraged as Mm -hmm. we look at the national scene Yep. but realize listen we're not where we are because it was just nationally broadcast and yes we've we've moved the needle that far in fact um Doug has spoken many times about um, the, the move of the, the needle, political needle to the left, has been a slow, very, I think, very methodical mm-hmm. in, in many ways. I mean, we know the enemy works that way. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, we tend to think of the enemy as this roaring lion, which he is, mm-hmm. uh, but a lion is very strategic you've ever you ever remember watching those like national geographic things mm-hmm. you know that lion is is crouched down and, yeah. and very strategic and if you you look at where we are today this didn't happen overnight this was a long time coming and we have been basically lulled to sleep mm-hmm. the the church and i'm not talking about conservative you know yeah. any of that i'm just talking about the church mm-hmm. And I think that's you know what uh, David Barton talked about. I think that's what Tommy Nelson talked about. We have just fallen asleep mm-hmm. uh, at the wheel uh, from a biblical perspective. We 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 no longer teach theology. We mm-hmm. no longer teach about God. It's really more about you. Mm-hmm. How can you be happy? How can you have your best life now? Nope. It's it's I, I I call it. We teach. The, we're more about theater in the church than we are theology. Mm-hmm. And we've got to get rid of. You know, I'm not saying you can't have fog machines, but in reality, why don't we teach the word of God? And then why don't we obey the commands that Jesus said, go, therefore, make disciples. And he says, teaching them to observe. He doesn't just say, teach them, teach them to observe. How are you going to teach your daughter? You're going to walk with her. She's Mm going to witness how you live life. It won't be perfect. But when it's not perfect and you fall and you stumble, you repent mm-hmm. and you show her she she's going to model yep. you and Ariana's life mm-hmm. is, is what she's going to do. And and here's the thing that I think is we're missing in the church today. And it's interesting because I believe covid has just amped this up yeah. in the sense that this isn't me. This isn't a covid anti you know mask or anything like that. Listen, I know it's an illness. I know it's a disease, whatever. I know it's deadly. I know all that. Mm-hmm. I, I told a friend of mine the other day, so is heart disease. Mm-hmm. It's going to kill way more people. Yeah. Heart disease is going to kill way more people than COVID, yet we'll probably eat at McDonald's this week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the reality is COVID has kept us from getting face-to-face. Mm-hmm. Quite frankly, I wasn't ex- as excited about getting on the radio today as I was seeing you, yeah. getting face-to-face, mm-hmm. eye-to-eye, and looking at you. Because, listen, I can post stuff on social media, I can text you, I can email you, which we do, mm-hmm. and, and it's great. I, You know, you can tell me in a sentence or two or a paragraph how you and your family are doing. It's a whole other level when I get face-to-face with you. And here's yeah. what I believe. This is just Brad speaking. We have got to put our phones down, put our devices up, and call somebody and say, hey, how about lunch today? Or how about let's, you don't have money for lunch, go go to the park. Jacksonville's full of great parks. Mm-hmm. Go to a park and just sit on a bench with somebody. And and look, you know, you ever go over to Memorial Park here in town?
1: Mm, the one that's...
2: It's all over in Riverside. Yeah. Area. Mm-hmm. Okay, just go meet a friend over there. You know, you don't have to take your Bible with you. If you want to take your Bible with you, great. But go over there and sit on a bench and talk to somebody. You know, meet somebody. Go go engage with somebody face-to-face if you're worried about masks take a mask i mean if you're worried about covid take a mask go do that kind Mm -hmm. of stuff and 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 covid has just frozen people yeah we were already frozen Mm -hmm. (laughs) but this just kind of encouraged it to say i'm not getting out we have got to get face-to-face with people listen if we disagree with somebody it's easy to get behind our our computer screens and and blast them Mm -hmm. we would never do that in person Man, I, I, you asked the wrong question, Taylor, because I am so passionate about this idea that we've got to get face-to-face. We've got to get man-to-man, eye-to-eye, women-to-women, and, and really engage in conversation and encourage. I, I have three things that I really stand by, is we've got to engage at a one-to-one level. We've got to equip with the Word of God, and we need to encourage to live out a godly life. So engaging gospel fellowship, equipping gospel truth, and encouraging gospel living. Mm. And that's very simple to do. Yeah. But it's not easy because it's going to require you to put down your devices, mm-hmm. whatever those are, because it's not just your technology, it's other things. It's yeah. Netflix. It's mm-hmm. all these things. And I'm not saying you can't do those things. I'm just saying what's the balance of your life look like? If your life is being consumed with the next series on Netflix or the Instagrams and the social medias and all that stuff, I just want to caution you. Don't be surprised by what's going to take place in the next year, mm-hmm. two years, four years, or 20 years. Mm-hmm. We are where we are today because we are not ambassadors. We, we have dropped the ball as it relates to being ambassadors. This isn't a conservative. It's not a Republican problem or a Democrat problem. This is a problem that the church has not stepped up and been obedient to the command to make disciples.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's not a new thing, you know, technology has made it worse. Uh, you know, having the smartphone, having a computer in your hand has made it worse, but it, the church has, you know, kind of shrunk away from that, uh, for a while now, I would say, and, and, you know, you're talking about technology and I, I, when you were saying, you know, got to put the phones down, I, I have had the impulse you know i don't know how many times just get rid of the cell phone mm-hmm. and get you know, not not have the internet anymore and st- you know i got a wife and she's not about that but for me personally i've had that that just man i wonder if you know despite all the good that you can get from you know uh, the the technology that we have if there's something uh just very bad that's so bad about it that i just need to get rid of all of yeah. it and you know i'm not saying you no know, any conspiracy type things or anything like that just for me personally i've kind of been like man is this thing hurt me a lot more than i really realized
2: there 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 is not it, it requires discipline mm-hmm. and i i think that one of the things we so easily forget is that one of the fruits of the spirit is self-control mm-hmm. self-control is demonstrated in, in all sorts of ways and one of the ways it's demonstrated is that we govern our lives yeah. and and we don't it's just we have – can you imagine – so if you took the – and I would be, be I don't know the facts. I don't know the data, but I'll bet it's, it's unbelievable data on how much time people spend on a device, on, mm-hmm. a, on a technical device like we have. And by the way, I've got one sitting right here. Mm-hmm. I've got one over here. You know, We're speaking, and you're hearing us because of technology. Yeah. I'm grateful. Don't get me wrong. I'm yeah, not yeah. looking to go back in the dark ages. <laughs> I'm just saying – can you imagine if you consumed something, be it food or drink, at the level you consume technology mm-hmm. and, and, and the information and the data that comes in, there's no way it would be healthy. Yeah. There's no way. Uh, y- you may love vegetables, but if you eat vegetables like that, you're going to get sick mm-hmm. or whatever it might be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, and,
1: and, and you know, I think, too, about before there was technology, those people put that into more maybe constructive things that, like learning or learning how to do things with their hands and, and stuff like that. And so like, okay, I'm missing on that. But then also the, 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 um, the goodness in silence and just kind of being not unbothered by anything, just kind of looking at, mm-hmm. you know, nature sitting outside on your porch or whatever, that, that's something that we actually really need. And oftentimes because of the cell phones and stuff, we don't really get that, and so we don't get to unwind. In that We're, way.
2: we're distracted, mm-hmm. is really what it is. We're and again, technology, information, emails. That, that's all. Listen, I do my business through yep. through that. I, I'm not again. It, it's just a matter of is there is there a good balance in your life? Yep. And uh, man, I'm just encourage people to 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 take an inventory in that area, and then take steps toward engaging with people. At a personal level, yeah, you and I are on the air right now, and we don't really know what the numbers of people who might be hearing us. And, and we are incredibly thankful that you're tuning in. Uh, we understand that we're able here with our voice and Doug every day to be able to broadcast to thousands of people. Not everybody's going to be able to do that. If you're listening to Taylor and I, you maybe can't do that. But you know what? You can with one person. Mm-hmm. Maybe that begins at home. Well, I can tell you, it does begin <laughs> at home. Your primary ministry is at home, and and that, that But we're supposed to get outside the home, mm-hmm. you know. And we're going to be studying Acts here at SWAT, and talks about where you're going. Yeah, you know, Jerusalem Samaria to the outer ends of the earth.
1: Mm-hmm. So. All right, we will be right back with more of that. We're getting cut off by the break. Um, we would like to. Well, I already said we are going to get a shout-out to our listeners, but I'm going to give you a shout-out again to those listening in Virginia at the Lighthouse as well as in Meridian, Mississippi, and all of you listening here locally at 91.7 in Jacksonville, 91.9 in St. Augustine, and
0: 91.3 in Folkestone, Georgia. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week.
1: that is david crowder with red letters welcome back to swat radio if you are just joining us doug mccary is out today and brad sykes is in and we are talking a little bit about what we've talked about really this whole week um which about being ambassadors uh looking at second corinthians 5 chapter or chapter 5 excuse me 11 through 21 and we're really getting brad's take on it uh since he hasn't been here to share it, and it's been uh, great to have him. So, if you have any questions about what he's talked about or what we've talked about, or would like to join the discussion, please call us at 1 844 777 7928. That's 1 844 777 SWAT, or you can email us at Taylor at dot That's Taylor, T A Y L O R, not with an I, at SWAT radio.com.
2: Hey, I'm always thankful for those uh, companies that support SWAT radio. You can actually support individual. You you can uh, go to SWATradio.com. dot no, Oh, really? And uh, you can you can give. Doug never told you me can that. give there because Doug doesn't do that. <laughs> and I, I used to tell Doug, Doug, since you're not going to do it, I'm going to yeah. do it. And and listen, if you have an interest in maybe being a sponsor, uh, g- reach out to Doug. Uh, Doug at SWATradio.com. Hey, if he doesn't respond, I think I still have a brat at SWATradio.com. <laughs> Send it to me. Uh, believe me. It's all God's money, and uh, we're thankful to be able to broadcast live on multiple stations around the country. And uh, I'm glad to be in studio, Taylor, with you. You know, I was thinking about, and you all have been on this topic of ambassadors this week. Doug kind of said, man, talk about David Barton. And, man, it's almost like I hate to talk about what David Barton said. Just go listen to it, (laughs) or go listen to Tommy Nelson. Those are amazing. I have listened to that episode 123 I think three or four times this week mm. just, and I was making notes. It's just such good stuff. But you know, when you look at uh, being an ambassador, one thing that's for sure about an ambassador, they're not silent. Yeah. And the church has gone silent mm-hmm. regarding the gospel. I love this quote. Uh, it says, let our voice be heard and not be afraid nor intimidated by those who try to get us to shut up and dry out real ambassadors publish the good news and the good tidings and get as many people saved as they can. Go soul, Going soul winning regularly will make the difference in our society. You asked me earlier. You, know, you, you tend to look nationally, politically, and, and but you got to boil it down to the smallest of connections that you have. Listen, we are thankful that we can broadcast on this air, but most people can't do that and mm-hmm. won't do that. Most people won't have an audience of more than 10 or 12, but you can get an audience of one and you can speak and you can speak boldly uh, the gospel. And so you, you you have a responsibility. That's something that an ambassador has. He has, he has a responsibility. And in fact, Doug kind of mentioned that in, in, uh, in second Corinthians chapter five, verses 11 through 15, that there's a new motivation that, that it's an attitude of gratitude. We're to be thankful. Boy, that's one of the things I have to check that inventory. Mm. Am I thankful? First Thessalonians 5, I think, says uh, 16, 17, and 18. By the way, I'm, I'm, I'm big on Scripture memory. If you want to memorize three verses of Scripture, those are three very easy ones. It says, uh, rejoice always. That's one verse. Pray constantly. That's another verse. And then the next verse is, be thankful in everything, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Despite the circumstances, we are to be thankful. And he talked about, to whom did Paul feel accountable to? Who do you feel accountable to? We are accountable to God. Mm-hmm. We are his ambassadors. We are to speak up. And then verses 16 and 17, we go into this new perspective. Think of one of the challenges we have in our society is we're fearful. Mm-hmm. We're fearful. I may say something that offends you. Well, we know Scripture is offensive. I mean, it says that it's a stumbling block; mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's a rock of offense. But we can, at the same time, be a beacon, not a barrier, as Doug kind of talked about. Be understanding when you do connect. When, when again, back to my my three my three E's: engage. When you engage in gospel fellowship part of that engagement is learning to listen, Mm. learning to understand. Listen, a lot of people that we're going to engage with don't think exactly the way we think. They don't vote the way we vote. They don't think the way – they vote the way they vote because of how they're informed. Mm -hmm. How are they informed? That's one of the things I say. What are you watching? What are you listening to? What are you reading? And who are you hanging around with? That will tell me how you're informed. Mm -hmm. So I want to know when I meet with a person – how are you informed? Because how you're informed will dictate how you live your life, and so we have to be understanding. That's a that's a whole new perspective for a lot of people in the church. We really want to scream and shout, and you know, as if I was thinking, listening to you guys yesterday talking about blind people. Mm. Listen, if a blind person came walking in here and stumbled all over you, you're not going to turn around and yell at him. Yeah. you're going to be understanding. The guy can't see you; he mm-hmm. can't see a lot of the things. Is that the way we see? A lot of the people in our culture today, they're blind, they're lost. I, I wrestle with this constantly. That w- why is big tech, why are these big mega corporations so liberal? Mm-hmm. Well, listen, the enemy is prowling around like a roaring lion, mm-hmm. and he's deceiving people. People are deceived. People are blind. You know How mm-hmm. are they going to change their mind if we don't engage with them? So we've got to engage with them. We've got to engage with them. As being a beacon, not a barrier, you know. Yeah. And so uh, we've got to see it through God's eyes. And then the, the new mission, verses 18 through 21, is to be radiant. Live with his power. Mm. i um, I'm trying to remember who said this. Uh, maybe it was Tommy. can't remember. Doesn't matter. The fact is true. Living the Christian life is not difficult. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. You and I, apart from the power of God's Spirit, cannot live this Christian life. Yeah. We cannot live a life that is remotely attractive. Mm-hmm. If I let my flesh come out, it's not pretty, Taylor. Yep. It happens. Mm-hmm. You know, and At the right moment, yeah. I give in. My yeah. flesh, I'm wrapped in flesh. I, I My tendency, it's strong. There's a battle waging within my soul, mm-hmm. you know, and my flesh will sometimes creep out. Doug and I were talking about this yesterday. You know, that's very easy, that if we're not under the power and the rule of the lordship of Jesus Christ, there's another lordship going on. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think as, as we think about being ambassadors, it, it's a new day. It's a new time. It's a new president. It's a new governing that's mm-hmm. going on. But our first Lord is Christ, is Jesus Christ. And if you know, if we don't put him first, we will not know how to be uh, you know a, a beacon. We will not know how to be radiant. Our radiance is not dressing ourselves up in some spiritual veneer.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Our radiance is Christ reflected through us yeah we're you know we're the light we aren't the light we just reflect the light Mm -hmm. and how do you reflect the light turn some stuff off Mm. and get in the word get on your knees and pray and may god break you of certain things he he has certainly brought some things into my life over the last two or three months Mm. that has revealed some things that i'm looking for hope in all the wrong places. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for peace in all the wrong places. I want my circumstances to be a certain way. Yeah. And if my circumstances aren't, I'm not joyful. And since I'm not joyful, I'm not radiant to be around. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> your wife ever tell you, hey, get your attitude straight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not in those words, but yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. You're not acting like Christ. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, you think about Christ in, in, the, in the bottom of the boat in the middle of the storm. Mm. He's just snoozing away. Yeah. Well, how could he snooze?
1: Because yeah, well, he knew. He no, was, no fear. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No fear. I, I don't know. We're fearful people. Mm-hmm. We're worried. We're stressed. We're anxious. We're commanded be anxious for nothing. Really, nothing. Yeah. But in everything, by prayer and supplication. By the way, with thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Be thankful. Pray. Ask God to intervene. We want God to intervene on our nation. Mm -hmm. Uh, My goodness. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You don't have to look very far to realize we're in trouble.
1: Yeah. And, you know, and with, you know, you're talking about, you know, there's a new uh, government in place, but that our our allegiance needs to be to Christ first. And I think that we really need to practice that every day because there's going to become a time where, and I, I think there already is in certain instances where there's conflict between you know what our government says and what uh you know Christ would have us live how he would have us live and i think it's not right now like a you know blatantly in your face and so it's easy to maybe subconsciously start following kind of oh well this is kind of how society wants me to go and not <coughs> holding to the you know what uh what Christ has, says that we'll do because i think a lot of times we have like the idea that there's an 11th commandment which is be nice but you know <laughs> Christ wasn't nice when he uh, cleared out the, the money changers in the, in the temple. You
2: well, know? you know, in regard to that, you think about I had this conversation with somebody a couple of weeks ago, it was after the events that happened in D.C., is that, uh, you know, he was trying to justify that that was, that was okay. I mean, mm. they we're angry. They we're angry, you know, and I get that. You know, he, and he compared it to Jesus oh, turning the tables over in the temple. I said, well, let's back up a minute. Yeah. Where did he go? To do that, he went into the temple. And what is the temple today? We are the temple. Yeah. How about storm your temple right now? Right now, storm your temple, and whatever's not of God, turn those tables over. Yeah. We we ought to be going into that temple.
1: And you know, kind of that, how he analogize and put those two together. The the temple in our society has become the government. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But that is not. Yeah, so that 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 was interesting that he put those two together because when you really think about it, that's that's our God as a as a country, you know, not us as Christians, but as a country. Well,
2: and Tommy in his message, uh, and again, it's episode one twenty three. Go listen to it, but he talked about Abimelech, and mm. that the, the Israel, uh, the people wanted Abimelech as the king because he would accommodate their desires yep. for immorality. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, was it Othniel, I think it was, the the other son, the, the son who wasn't sacrificed, no. or was it uh, – uh, well, It started this, with a J. Yes. Of, uh, uh, well, anyway, <laughs> you know, God raised him up as a prophet and mm-hmm. said, hey, if you put Abimelech in for ungodly purposes – Listen, it's going to burn down, Yeah, you know, and then literally uses the cedar reference mm-hmm. is the fact that cedars take a long time to build. Yeah. All these years, we put some of the evil in office, it's a short time before it's torn down.
1: Yep, that's true. All right, that's all the time we've got for today. You've been listening to SWAT Radio. If you missed any of this program or would like to listen to past programs, please visit us at www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com. Or you can listen to our podcast by searching SWAT Radio. And you can also download our SWAT app in the App Store. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. At SWAT Radio Talk is the handle. That is at SWAT Radio Talk. Join us weekdays at 3 o'clock for more SWAT Radio. We'll see you then. Thanks for tuning in.
0: If you missed a SWAT Radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety